opinions expressed during the show are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or ownership of WGCH Radio. Got a great show for you today. Lots of scoop du jour in the fashion industry. Let's start it off with the one of the biggest headlines that I read recently is Facebook too big for fashion brands to boycott. So that's where this is. I'm like, oh my goodness. I, it comes it's to the point where every day I wake up and I'm like, okay, let's see what catastrophe is happening <laughs> in the fa- well, in the world, but especially in the fashion industry. So recently there's been a call to action to cancel paid advertisement on social on all the social media platforms, Facebook social media platforms. And um is that a good idea? Is the question, and there have been lots of people chatting about this conver- about this topic and weighing in their opinions. Um, I'll give you mine. I think small to mid-sized brands, first of all, they need to decide where they want to kind of draw the line. Um, I guess with their what they believe in and their ethics and their you know where they want to put their money and how they want to build their company, and then they need to think the other side of it, not so much an emotional decision, but more like a decision from their head. Is this a right business move? So I guess there's two parts of that, kind of like thinking with your heart and thinking with your head. Um, Because I just think of Instagram alone, not even Facebook, that's another topic. Instagram alone, what it has done for smaller brands or brands that aren't even really a brand yet and how companies have blown up or taken off through social media. So I'm just thinking about, gosh, if I let's if I had a product that I was selling and, you know, this has become the way this is the new normal for small businesses or independent, just even people, just myself. I mean, I offer my service. That's one, that's one way I, I advertise. My advertisement is more word of mouth and I if you do some other things. But, um, you know, social media alone, it's a quick way. You can use it to your advantage and it is free. And this has been huge success in a lot of brands. So I don't know how I feel about this, but maybe they need to. I think, I mean, their biggest complaint is they need to rein in on the hateful content. I get that 100%. Um, But some of these bigger companies have joined this bandwagon. So North Face, Ben & Jerry's, Patagonia, REI, these are big companies, but they're big companies that maybe doesn't really matter or wouldn't affect them as much if they boycott Facebook and all of their social. So I don't know. It's interesting. So I'm not sure what to think about that. Um, Bob, you have thoughts about this? Uh, well, at first I was trying to catch up because I, w- I wasn't clear what, oh. what was happening. Why were they boycotting? Just because so, Facebook hasn't been responsive? Yes. Uh, they're try- they don't like the hateful content that, you know, the whole the whole thing about People posting what they want, freedom of speech, but then, you know, there's a limit, of course, as there should be. You know, you can get blocked or permanently deleted or kicked off of any any social media platform. So I guess it's because of that. Some it, It's really a difficult thing for, for somebody like Facebook to do. To man- I, absolutely. Because I, 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 in this industry, for instance, we've tried to put our shows up on Facebook, for instance, okay. as we're doing them live. and. We have a little bit of music at the beginning and the ending of the shows. Oh, copyright. And that'll, that'll get us kicked off. Yeah, copyright, and, right? And, and we have the right to use it. Right. Um, 
basically, I don't, you know, that, that's another discussion. Do we have the right to use it on the internet? We do have the right to broadcast it, but doesn't broadcast mean everything everywhere? Right. Uh, yeah, or is it limited quite, to? Yeah. It's, it's quite an issue. Yeah. And so how do they actually remove hate speech without removing speech about hate? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Because there could be teaching points. There could be yes. a, something from an educational standpoint. So how do you right, How do you do that? It how do has you, to be very carefully done. Splitting hairs, yeah. <laughs> I would think. Yeah. yeah. So there's that. Um, you know, and I always think about I've, more and more I've been thinking about this lately. Like, gosh, the more we've come, the further we've come, the more technology, the more things have become easier it's almost like sometimes it sets us back as well. You know, I think, God, remember the date when I was a kid, there were no cell phones and there was, you know, it was, I remember when beepers were a thing and, um, you know, there were no cell phones. It was home and maybe you had an answering machine. Maybe you didn't, but, you know, eventually everybody had answering machines then. I just think of simple things like that. And before, you know, technology, of course, technology has brought us very far and things are much more convenient now and and make sense. And But at the same time. <laughs> this morning on one of the TV shows, they were discussing um, – summer camp and some of the camps aren't opening and yep. some are and that's going to be difficult but a lot of kids aren't going to end up being able to go to the camp like they did and their mom had a great response she says it's going to be a 1970s summer yeah <laughs> what she said exactly. which is basically no technology right uh if you're bored you figure it out yeah you play in the backyard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You go back to making mud pies and playing, you know, and using your imagination. Yes. Listen, I remember doing that. I have great memories of that. Of using, I mean, yeah. we we actually, my friends and I in the neighborhood, we used to actually put on shows. Now, of course, I'm a dancer. <laughs> I was always dancing as a child, so that came natural for me. And some of the other kids did too. And even the ones that didn't, they played along, you know, like, oh, we're going to put on a show. Okay, what am I going to do? Well, I'm going to, whatever. I'm going to dance. I'm going to juggle. I'm going to jump rope, whatever they could do. Mm-hmm. We did this all the time, you know, among many other things with our and we didn't have we didn't even have props. We didn't even have you know wardrobe changes. Nothing. It was just singing and dancing or doing whatever you're going to do out in the backyard. And you know, sometimes we'd get some parents to come and sit and watch us. And we then it was a real show. <laughs> and yeah, I remember you got an audience. this. You yeah, an audience, yeah, absolutely. We did, and we yeah. did this all the time. I mean, this was a regular thing. You know, we got bored of that. We took a break. We'd ride our bike. We come back. All right, now we'll jump rope. All right, maybe we'll play a game once in a while. That was mm-hmm. more like games were usually board games, and that was reserved for indoors when it was raining or snowing. You know, it was pretty simple. So anyway, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to turn out. It'll be interesting. I don't know if it's just boycotting it is the answer. I guess it depends. But, I, you know, again, business standpoint of view, if your brand has gotten great success from social media, and maybe the, maybe it's a great service or product or whatever it is, and you've now have an audience, you know, it's like, are you going to boycott it? And then and if that's your means to an end, you know, or that's your or that's your uh, livelihood. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm glad I'm not in that position, I will say this, because I think it could be a difficult decision. At the same time, you know, it's easier for bigger brands to do this, to say, all right, well, we'll just whatever. 
you know, cut back on. Usually when big businesses cut back on something, the first thing they cut back on is advertising. So, um, you know, or maybe they can they can advertise many other ways. Maybe it's commercials or, or whatever. This is why business becomes big, because yes. it, it, it makes it more resilient for things like pandemics or deciding to boycott or and the business stays in business, whereas small businesses, aren't they don't have that much power, that much strength. Right, right. And if you're boycotting the, the avenue that's bringing you revenue, mm-hmm. <laughs> either the main one or, you know, an additional, I, I don't know. I'm not sure how that is going to be. So we'll see the changes that are made. However, and again, I understand someone's um, thoughts on on that. But, you know, Facebook itself is very difficult. And therefore, I was thinking about this too the other day. I thought, you know, maybe we need to separate it more. And really, whatever you're going to do with Facebook, I don't even know. I'm not even on Facebook. So I I used to be years ago. But I was just thinking strictly about Instagram, since it's pictures, you know, that's pretty specific, although people – I thought, why don't we just make it a shopping app? That really is what it's, you know, going towards anyway. It's really become, over the past few years, more of that. So why don't we just make it that? And maybe, you know, okay, what about – I mean, I started out using it for advertising for my service as a stylist. But it's it's personal as well, but it's very – it's well curated I'll say that you know I have got someone that manages it and helps me because you know then you've got to grow it you've got to get followers and you've got you've got to engage and all that you know there comes the sort of business side to it so I have someone that does help me with that but my main but the platform wouldn't be as attractive to you if it hadn't already been powerful and that was because it was a social platform yes so as soon as you decide okay Facebook's no longer going to be a social platform something else will come on and that become is. the social platform, and then pretty soon businesses will want to get on there because that's where the business will happen. Right. And it'll all happen again. Yes. I, true. True. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. It, right. So then people would probably stop. I don't know. what. But if they made Instagram just a shopping platform, just a shopping platform, how do you think that would work out? You think it would be better for businesses or worse? Because uh, Basically, worse. Worse? Yeah. Because uh, we have the internet for shopping. You can the thing is, it, it, it is an already viable platform. Right. Which that may make it workable as just a business platform yeah. to convert it. I, I don't know. We're, yeah. you know we're, we're working brand new here. Yeah, yeah. Never been done before. True. And, and listen, I'm not saying I would love that. I was just thinking what if that happens, you know, because I think about this. I use it a little bit as a shopping platform now and only because it's been, you know, if I do go on it, it's right there in my face. I don't actually go on to look to shop. But, you know, now when you're scrolling, oh, this, there's a lot of, you know, see sale, shop now. You can, it's one easy click and they've made it a lot easier to shop. Um, but originally when I started, I started when Instagram first came about I was like oh this is cool I like this because it's just a picture and a, and a caption and I don't have to read through most of the time the blah 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 it's just pictures and pictures always inspire me so I liked it because there are people that I follow or brands that I follow that really give me a lot of inspiration I mean one of the, the you know I'm redoing a room in my house 
first place I look, Pinterest and Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I will look at brands or furniture companies or interior designers that are, you know, very successful. And I'll look and see if they're picking. It's almost like a portfolio. And I, oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. Where can I buy that? It's tagged. Okay, I can buy that. Or that gave me an idea about something else. You know, I know I can find that at Restoration Hardware and so on. <laughs> so I really use it as inspiration, truly. In fact, that's probably all I use it for. Um, I don't really use it to keep up with my friends like a lot of people do. I can't be bothered. It's too much because it it gets to be like a full-time job. So um, and I feel bad sometimes. My friends will say, did you see my post? And I'll say, no, I didn't. (laughs) Just just tell me. Let's have the conversation and tell me. Anyway, so it'll be interesting to see what happens from here. I'd like to follow this story and see, you know, what brands do and what Facebook does to react to it. I think they've got a lot of different trouble on their hands and a lot of different, uh, maybe I should say issues on their hands. So we shall see what happens. (laughs) Once again, what did we do before Facebook and Instagram? Well, we read magazines and newspapers Mm. and, you know, that was the advertising that we saw. P.S. I still flip through and love a good glossy magazine. (laughs) I know I'm like a dinosaur. Well, it's interesting. They've gotten very... Very smart about how they market those magazines now, where they give you like a free year. Yes. And then the subscription kicks in after that, and it's kind of hidden on your credit card bill. Yes. Not completely hidden. You can go there and find the number to to cancel. Yeah. But uh, it makes it really easy to just... eh. Okay, let it go. Let it go. Yeah. And you've got it coming to your house every, every month, and that's why I think you're still seeing... The print media is so strong yeah. as opposed to it all moving over to oh, the internet. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You forget about it. You, I mean, I'm guilty of that. But I really do enjoy getting my fashion magazines every month. And I have a stack of them. I've cut back on them. I probably used to get like seven or eight. I think I get like four now. Um, but it's just reading it online is not the same. I no. don't like it on my phone. It's, so that's way too small. If I have a tablet or an iPad or something or, or my laptop... Okay, that's a little bit better, but that's more if I'm traveling and need to, you know, want it on the airplane or something. I like a magazine. I like to turn the pages because I also like to tear things out, pin it up. I've got it mood boards. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to that, I'm old school. I like pen and paper, writing notes down. But that's me. I know many people are very different. My husband's completely opposite. It's digital and that's it, you know, mm. for him. But I get it. I get it. You know, it's probably personal preference, but the whole part of um, being motivated and inspired for me is, and I've always been this way, it's pictures, whether it's movies or it's seeing people, you know, people watching or it's a static picture. For me, that's how I get inspired. Some people, it's more about listening or feeling, touching. For me, it's always been looking and looking at magazines or pictures and uh, I've even gone so far as to look up certain movies, and I'll say, oh, that movie, I loved it, the fashion. I'll look it up and find a picture, of, and then I can print it out, and I've got the picture of it to look back on. Hmm. Um, because, yeah, I've watched the movie, but then that's it. You've watched it, and now it's memory. And I like to physically see a picture, you know, somewhere if I, if I need it, even if it's just on my phone. So... Anyway, all right, uh, I'm actually going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk swimsuit trends and what is the print that dominated the spring-summer shows on the runway. You won't want to miss this. Stay tuned on 1490 WGCH. 
Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677 or visit them at adcorpmg.com. AdCorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. All right, we're going to switch gears and talk swimsuits because... Ladies and gents, summer is here, finally. I'm happy, happy, happy about that. Um, and uh, if you don't feel it, if you haven't gotten outside, uh, you will feel the temperature quickly. But um, swimsuit, I mean, swimsuit season is here. And let's talk trends. I've got men and women, by the way. So um, some of the pieces, I love what I've been seeing. Love, 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 love this, ladies. Why? Because I always love options, don't we all? And what, believe it or not, in the women's swimsuit area, it's we're seeing things where you're actually more covered up believe it or not and that's not why i love it i love it because we're seeing pieces that are double duty so um <clears throat> we're seeing new silhouettes new colors things that are not just like okay it's a wrap skirt you know you tie it around, it's a cover up around your swimsuit and then you can wear it you know out for dinner things that are even more functional um i myself i have a I bought a swimsuit last summer or maybe two summers ago and it's one of the high waisted but it's a two piece bikini not really bikini to me it's more it's a bikini is very small this isn't very small although it is two pieces so it's high waisted and then the top is more like a, a crop top it's not a little bikini it's a you know comes down to my rib and it's got this huge ruffle that goes off to one's shoulder and the ruffle is made of mesh so the ruffle is like if it got wet it wouldn't be ruined it's mesh but it has something in it that makes it kind of stiff and it's this big black and white ruffle it's so cool I have worn it twice, never to a pool or a beach. (laughs) I wore it with high-waisted black satin dress pants. I wore it to an event. Every person that came up to me said, oh, my gosh, this top is great. Not one of them said, oh, you're wearing your bathing suit? (laughs) Not one of them. Oh, that top is so cool. I mean, they didn't even know. And I then said, you know, it it became a conversation piece. I said, it's actually my bathing suit. And they were like, what? You know, so, yeah. So things like that. Um, Would I wear it to the beach? Absolutely, I would. But probably to more of like a fancy resort where it would make sense. You know, if I I were traveling to uh, Ibiza or Greece or, um, I don't know, Italy or something, some very exotic, maybe St. Bart's, I probably would wear it there. You know, that kind of thing. Um, also, we're seeing what's called mermaid bikinis. These are interesting. So it's basically a one-piece swimsuit, but there's a lot of kind of ruching. So ruching where the fabric is kind of gathered, and uh, which is nice because ruching could really flatter a figure. Um, and it's in a sort of a satiny finish. So that's where the name mermaid bikinis come from. But it is a one-piece. It's not a bikini. 
Uh, also, we're seeing uh, one of the biggest the biggest print that dominated the f- runways for spring summer was. Tropical, go figure. Tropical, tropical. I feel like this print kind of comes in and out. I feel like, yeah, it's there. It's a little like polka dots in the summertime. Is this like the Hawaiian shirt? Yes. Okay. Exactly. But I feel like when did it ever go out? That's what I'm saying. (laughs) I feel like yes, you can always find this, but I think it just becomes a little bit more in the foreground, especially we're talking women's fashion. You know, things rotate a lot, so we'll see more of it, less of it, kind of as the years go on. It's like it's like bell bottoms. I always say, you know. Are they in? Well, they're never really out. But some years we'll see a lot more of them than other years. Other years maybe they're a little bit harder to find. So, um, yes, tropical prints, but strong flowers. Like not just a little softness. It's a strong tropical print prints with bright flowers. Um, And lots and lots of convertible pieces, like I was saying. So basically um, a top that's – Either two things, a top like I was talking about that could be you can wear out of a two piece or the one pieces are becoming things you can wear after the beach. So the one piece almost looks like a bodysuit. And bodysuits are huge right now as well. Um, women usually wear them with skirts or with jeans. And that has become a thing. I've seen this. I've seen where it's a swimsuit. And you can't quite tell because the material is, could be, you know, either or. Hmm. So it's double duty. Um, I, I kind of like this. And then, of course, the other trend that we saw last year and we're flowing into this year is the 80s super, super high cut leg trend. Don't love this. This isn't for everyone. Definitely not for me. And I tried it. I thought, okay, let me, let me try this. Um, really, really high cut. Like if you think fashion models in the 80s, how they look, what they looked like. If they were wearing a swimsuit, it was super duper high. So high that you could see like their hip bone almost, you know. Um, and I tried to – I actually bought by accident a swimsuit, a two-piece. that was. I knew it was high cut. I didn't know how high. And, the again, the top was kind of lower down. It was sort of came to, like, my rib. So it was, like, high waist and, a, and a, a, almost a tank top style. So basically just a little bit of my midriff would be showing. And I got it on when it, I ordered it, which I should never do. I got it on. It was way too high cut for me. I mean, it just because what happens is if it's high cut in the front, it's going to be high cut in the back. Now we're talking less coverage on the butt, <laughs> to put it bluntly. So, you know, that's personal preference. It's not for everyone. And I don't know that everyone wants this super duper high cut. I don't know. I don't personally, I don't think it's comfortable. Uh, all right, guys. So we've got lots of bold vertical stripes I've been seeing when I did my research. I saw lots of white stripes, funny enough. Um, vertical stripes on swimsuits. Lots of cohort sets. I love this idea. So what's a cohort? It's basically swim shorts and a matching shirt. And this is huge in the women's area hmm. uh, for, for like pants and, and dresses. But now it's gone into swimwear for men. So so it, it's a matching set, basically. So yeah. if you had a, you know, maybe a printed bottoms, you could wear the printed top. And it's like, you know, a little set. Last time I saw guys wearing that, it was in the 50s, I think. Exactly. And Oof. that's what we're, along with the Hawaiian shirts and the bowling shirts that are back, all that, you're, you're absolutely right. It's sort definitely a nod to the 50s. Um, I also saw lots of florals for guys as well. So this kind of is that nod towards... 
we're seeing things crossing over men and women, sort of a unisex type of trend, and florals is definitely one of them. I think they're probably not as prominent. I think there's probably a color choice there. Maybe they're a little bit stronger um, when you see them in a men's swimsuit. Maybe not. Um, And then a big, big trend I was seeing in men's swim trunks were military-inspired. So this one I love. So it's not just the color. It's camo. It's also that hunter green, but also almost like a utilitarian where there's like a pocket or pockets um, and a little bit longer, definitely a more of a military look to it as opposed to like bright blue with flowers, Hawaiian looking. It was more tapered, tailored leg. That's interesting because I have a a bathing suit that could easily have been uh, colored that way and pockets added to it and it would have looked just the way you described it. Yeah. It's a longer cut so it goes down almost to my knee well not that three quarters of the way to my knee yeah yeah yeah. and what color is it oh it's it's the floral it's the floral but no wait a minute it's not it's more modern swooshes swooshes Uh, okay (laughs) blues and yellows okay well yeah um this i did see this a lot so even if it was this is good for you know if you're not the guy that wants to do the florals and the polka dots and the stripes and you don't want to do the matching set i mean that's it's definitely um a bolder thing if you're like more conservative more chill this could be for you, this military inspo. And again, it could just be a color. It could just be that, what they call army green or khaki. It could just be sort of that, or maybe it's camo. Um, it could be something like that. I like the idea of something being utilitarian. I'm a fan of that, whether it's men's, women's. I love pockets. I love um, functional pieces. So um, those are the trends for um, for swimsuits. And you know, it got me thinking about shopping trends, of course, I was just thinking about this. Ask yourself this. What type of shopper are you? Are you a seasonal shopper? So, you know, spring, summer, winter, fall, okay, it's a new season, need new clothes. Do you only shop on the holidays? Okay, it's Christmas. I have to go Christmas shopping. So you're you're the guy, gal, probably guy, that goes to the mall once a year. Are you the, uh, that's the once a year, are you the see it, buy it kind of person where you don't actually go out shopping, but maybe it's, again, social media or TV or radio. You hear an ad, oops, I'm going to, what type of shopper, what, in general, what type of shopper are you? Do you have an Very answer? conservative. <laughs> uh, I feel like you're the Amazon shopper. <laughs> well, yeah, I would do a little of what you said of, you know, impulse buy, but. See it, buy it. Not much. Okay. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because that would mean I'd have to have been thinking about it to some degree before I saw it to do that. Maybe. Not necessarily. My husband's the impulse buyer. Oh, my gosh. He hears something on the radio. But keep in mind, he has an advertising company. So for him, the ads are is everything. He pays attention. He oh. pays attention to billboards and every sign. You know, he's that guy. So... Um, but he, he has ordered things as he's driving. He'll hear something, you know, and either, I, I don't know if he takes a picture. I don't know what he does. But, you know, he's then when he's still, he's buying it. Oh, I heard this on the radio. And if there's a jingle to remember, that's him. I am all the above, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> as I should be, right? Right. <laughs> all right. That'll do it for this week's uh, edition of Fashion Friday. Join me next week. We're going to talk color trends next week uh, for summer 2020. You won't want to miss it. See you next week on Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH.
1490 and FM 105.5 WGCH Greenwich. Local Limits, EU Decision. I'm Mike Moss. Local restrictions are going up as the nation continues to break daily records for new coronavirus infections, nearly 40,000 more yesterday in the U.S. Correspondent Rosa Flores is in Florida. Here in Miami Beach, officials say that they have closed at least four businesses in the past week or so. In the city of Miami, officials there can now fine people for not wearing masks. And in Miami-Dade County, they're cracking down on sporting facilities who are not following the COVID-19 rules. This, as Florida reports, two consecutive days of more than 5,000 cases per day. And the surge, according to officials, is due to young people out and about, not social distancing, not wearing masks. And Floridians are flocking to testing sites, waiting for hours in long lines to see and figure out if they have this virus. Correspondent Lucy Kafanov reports Texas hospitals are under increasing stress. Texas, one of the first states to push an aggressive reopening, is now seeing new cases and hospitalization rates reach 